Friday morning, everybody. It's not, well, the, it's not the same without your yeah. yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It's sort not the same. Growl. So we so need it. It's, welcome. This is how welcome. you know. <laughs> welcome, everybody. This is WMNF. You are listening to 88.5 WMNF.org. You're listening to Down and Dirty. My name is Mario Nunez, and today in studio, I've got my co-host... Good morning, Mario. John Dingfelder. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Papa. Last week, you know, I, I missed I missed uh, being with you guys. There, we were celebrating the life of yeah. of a tampeño of, of certain note, yeah. Mr. Jerry Di Fabrizio, whose family for over sixty years owned and operated Tampa Tile. And for those of you old enough to remember, it was Tampa Tile and Terrazzo at one day, uh, one day. And um, and Jerry, we lost Jerry uh, suddenly and um, tragically on this on uh, November second. So I felt it uh, necessary, and I, you know, I, I was there for us, both of us, because sure. I know you knew Jerry as well. Sure. Sorry uh, for to the family and to you and to all of his friends, and and all of us here in Tampa, because you know he had just retired and he had just uh, gotten to the point where he was ready to celebrate his the rest of his life with his his children and grandchildren. And here's the here's the, the takeaway, uh, man. We got to celebrate every day, don't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not because Makes you know, you think. a Makes it's not think. a it's not promised, and things are spinning a little wonky right now. Yeah. A little, a little wonky. Where you know the gyro is a little off, as it were. So what but are we I, happy for, Mario? Oh, we're gonna go there. Yeah, yes, and, and of course, Jason Marlowe, everybody is is our board uh, engineer, our board op Hello. this morning, and there he is. Um, so in keeping with the tradition on Friday mornings, we typically uh, do something that gets stuck in our craw all week, right? Something that we just have to because get we're off. Because da- we're down and dirty. Because we're down and yeah. we're definitely dirty. Yeah. We, we got to get something off our chest. So I think this morning, <clears throat> in keeping with what's about to happen next week, don't eat too much turkey. There's your public service announcement. Um, let, let's do something that we're thankful for. And uh, you want me to kick it off? No, I'm going to kick it off. Please do. Kick because it off. I can't be more thankful for the fact that on Saturday, my whole troop arrives for Thanksgiving for a week, and and really we haven't we haven't done this since COVID, um, so it's been uh, what, three three long years. Uh, but I've got uh, you're gonna get my, the band back together, uh, huh? My son, my daughter, their families, everybody coming in. They get to see gra- great grandma Adele. Nice, and uh, and we all enjoy the whole week together, and then uh, and then Thanksgiving next week. So that's a beautiful I holiday. Can't, can't think of anything that make me more happier than that. And and well, you should. And and Jason, what about you, partner? What there you go. You gotta let that clap go on a little bit longer. All right, well, Jason, abbreviated clap. What are you thankful? I mean, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for. Lane. It's weird. Uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving will make it. I've lived here six years, which is crazy because everybody always says. We've only been here six years. Yeah, six feels years. Like, that's, feels that's, like forever. No yeah. From my perspective. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that I extend the you, time for you. Soon after you got here, I remember you volunteering on our yeah. campaign. Well, I was knocking doors. I drove a truck with you. That's the very first time and only time I've ever driven a truck. That's a true I, I, story. There's still a few dents. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to have been really careful. We were in South Tampa. Uh, but, uh, I, I'm, man, I'm thankful for this town. Uh, you know, like, I came here, I knew nobody. And, like, this town has really, like, embraced me, and I'm really thankful for the people here. I mean, like, I just want to give a quick shout-out, because I know we have limited time. But um, Representative Valdez, a uh, friend of the show, friend of, uh, is uh, doing a 
Thanksgiving drive. Uh, you can drop off any kind of Thanksgiving food to her office at 221 North Himes Avenue, Suite B. Uh, her amazing legislative aide, Sarah Foster, will be there. She's got a great smile. She will help collect your food. Susan Valdez, uh, a heart of gold. Yeah, and I mean, listen, like, you know, we're going to be talking all day about, you know, being thankful and, you know, trying to give back to others. But this is a great opportunity if you are listening today and you want to do something today, you can. Absolutely. Mario, you're up. I'm up. Uh, so up. so thankful for, I guess the obvious thing is is mom and dad, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, I just uh, this September turned, two couple months ago, turned 65. And, and, I, and I know a lot of people, my contemporaries, my age, have probably lost one or both of their parents. Look because we're, we're at that time Look of our lives. Both of them. I mean, 95 and 93, they're both pretty vibrant and, and healthy for, for their age, certainly. They celebrated 75 years uh, married this this past April, which is impressive and a statistic that is hardly even accomplished anymore. So I guess I'm thankful for my family as well, starting with the patriarch and the matriarch. Um, and then, you know, the, all the way down to the great-grandchildren where they're concerned and my granddaughter now. So this is that time of year when we gather, we share stories, we try not to overeat, but it's also a slippery slope, slope Johnny, because, you know, it starts with Halloween, it starts with Halloween and the bagfuls and bagfuls of candy, which every year the candy gets worse and worse, but that's another discussion. And then it goes through Thanksgiving, ultimately to Noche Buena, which is, you know, and Christmas and all the good stuff that comes yeah, with Christmas right. and even all through New Year's. I think even in the Bible that says, my gut runneth over. And we're still, hey, there we go, here we go. And we're still eating and drinking until January 2nd, more or less. And then we get hit with either Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig commercials <laughs> to remind us, man, you put on 10 pounds, homie, and you shouldn't have. Damn. Because we told you about that. Yeah. And as you get older, as we get older... They those ten pounds tend to stick and stay. Absolutely, you know they don't get off as you know you don't lose them as as readily as we once did. So, so I had one. Thankful word. for family. You reminded me with Jerry. What was that? that was sad I don't know. trombone. You oh. said wah, 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 wah. sad trombone music. Uh, you reminded me one other sad note. Um, oh, right. uh, my, sad, sad my, stuff. my 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 wife's son uh, Christopher. Uh, lost his dad uh, a week ago today. Mm. He and had been ill for a minute, as I recall. Yeah, he'd been, yeah. He'd been ill for a while, and oh. uh, his, his name was Dale. Uh, you know, good guy, funny guy. Uh, Chris is hurting right now. Oh. We send We're him thinking our, about send you, him Chris. our love. Yep. We're thinking about you, and Chris. Bra Brandy, his gal, stepped up, and, and uh, we appreciate her. We appreciate all of them. All right, let's move on to brighter things. Okay, brighter things because it's Friday, and we want to we want to usher you into the weekend, kind of on a happy note. We want to send you on your way at the end of this hour, with with you know with feelings uplifted, right? Absolutely. All right. So today we're talking, Johnny. Yeah, we we've got um, uh, Metropolitan Ministries in the house today. Met Ministries. All right, you got that. Where's that bell? No, oh, where's that bell? And where's that applause? He's asleep at the oh, wheel. I mean, yes, he is. Come on, right, now. Right, Met right. Let's do it again. Take two. All right, we've got Metropolitan Ministries in the house. Thank you, Jason. There you go. There you go. It's I like that. Raucous applause. And let that applause go a little specifically, longer. Specifically, we have this young man, Jalen Robinson, a local uh, fine fine example of a local home homegrown guy. And he's here on behalf of Metropolitan Ministries. He's going to tell us about Metropolitan Ministries. For those of you who don't know, what's going on over there, what your program is, and what people in the community can do to help. So uh, welcome, Jalen. Thank you so much for having me, and it's great to be here. You guys have got all the energy on this Friday morning, so I'm just, I'm just 
feeding off of that. So. You should have seen us five minutes before they lit the light. You know, we were kind of half asleep, but you know. That's the Friday energy that we need. Um, but like you said, thank you for the introduction. I'm so glad to be here, um, you know, working with Metropolitan Ministries. As you all were just talking about what you're thankful for, all I could think about was all the great things that are happening right now around the community with giving out food and food distributions and holiday giveaways. We've got our pop-ups going on right now where we're giving out holiday meals and food to families all over the three counties here. And it just made me think about, you know, the small stuff we take for granted can mean some of the biggest, most life-changing moments to others. And so as you all were talking about what you were thankful for, I was just, you know, getting a little happy over here. Like this is, this is exactly what it's all about. So just a little bit about Metropolitan Ministries. As you all know, um, we're in the business of, you know, helping those who need it the most, whether it is providing shelter, whether it's providing food or any of the many other needs that people and residents all over Hillsborough County, Pinellas County and Pasco and surrounding counties may face. Specifically with my program, the Neighbor Hope Project, we took a little different approach to getting to where the families are. So many times we expect families to come to us and to come downtown to where we are, to come to us for need. But what we're doing with the Neighbor Hope Project is we're actually going out into the community. So we've identified zip codes in each of the three counties, so Pinellas, Hillsborough, and Pasco, and we've looked at the numbers in these zip codes, and we, we've looked at a couple things, so high childhood poverty rates, and then we looked at what other resources and assets are already going on in those communities, what's already happening, because sometimes we start to think when we think about communities that are in need, we start to think that there isn't anything going on, there isn't any support there, there aren't any assets, and that's the wrong approach to take because these communities are doing stuff for themselves already. So it's really about connecting with what's already happening and figuring out how we can be more of an asset than just coming in and trying to take but over. The, but the key to Neighbor Hope, it's on your shirt, uh, the Neighbor Hope Project is proactivity. You're being proactive yes. and yes. going to the folks where that need you the not right. need you the most, but need you a lot. Right, right. And then going to where the people are. So not expecting them to just know that we've got resources and services just because we've got them, but actually going to where the people are um, and being a neighbor. That's why I really like the name Neighbor Hope, because we're, we're their neighbors. So we're the neighbors of the community. We're neighbors of the residents. It's not so much as a, you know, a one-sided relationship, but we need each other for this thing to work. Now what can you, what kind of services, what kind of uh, other, other things, outreach can you, can you bring to them? Um, and where do you bring it? Do you bring it to the churches, the community centers, what? Everywhere. Okay. So we've got community navigators here in Hillsborough County. And what these community navigators do, they, they are really the game changers. They are the ones that are out there working with these individuals, working with these families, getting them connected to not only the resources that are available through Metropolitan Ministries, but the other resources that are already out there in the community that are also providing services. So our navigators are at community centers, they're at churches, they're at different places where they know people are so that they can be seen with their shirts on, with their flyers, at community events, just different places to be wherever the people are. I see. And, and what's the response you're getting out there? And how long has the program been around this particular one? So it's been, a, I've been here two years. So when I got here, my title role, director of community collaboration is when we started, it's when we really kicked it off. 
And, you know, we've been out in our three targeted zip codes, which are 33619, 33610, and 33605. We've been out there in boys and girls clubs and libraries and just different Palm River Family Services um, organization out there. So we've been seeing, you know, tons of people since we've been out there. So for about two years, we've been making an impact. Wow, that's fantastic. And where would the funding come from? For for this specific program, is it federal funding, local, county funding, or just you know donations? So all of the above. You know, this is one of our community-based programs, so it's funded by the organization. So donors, you know, the community, how we're able to do what we've been able to do overall is how we're con- you know how we're able to continue to push forth this program. And large benefactors are always welcomed and of course the two small right? the twos and fews <laughs> too, right? So you know and there's no donation too small. And if you'd like to get in on this conversation, I want to remind everybody this is an interactive program where your voice can be heard as well. If you have a question or a comment, you've got something an experience you'd like to share with us or even an area in need that maybe we haven't thought about, give us a call at 813 813- 239-9663, email dj at wmnf.org or text us 813-433-0885. I've got a comment for you, young man. I see your shirt. It's kicking. I love it. It's good. It's better than good. It's great. <laughs> so what I think is when you're out there in the community and you're doing your work and you're present and you're visible, you got to come up with a shirt that features that blue color. Because it's dynamic, it's mm-hmm. gorgeous, mm-hmm. and people can see that from, you know, three blocks away. I'm and just on saying. On the shirt, it says. Yes. I'm just saying. On the shirt, it, it says in blue, hope. It, and, and hope, that's what of it's course, all about. And we're featuring hope, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the, the hope does jump off the shirt. But I'm just saying, unless you got 200 people wearing the same shirt, then that's a whole different, that's a whole different uh, situation. But congratulations on the great work you're doing. We can tell in five minutes the sincerity comes out and we know that you're in the right place doing the right thing. This is what you're supposed to be doing. So, and you talked a little bit about the importance of getting out into the community. Obviously, we live in a community where transportation is limited. Mm-hmm. You know, folks may not have a car. It's not necessarily easy to get around with a bus. Can you talk a little bit more about how important it is for you guys to be able to get out into the community and reach people where they are as opposed to them, like you said, having to come downtown? Like how much removing the obstacle of transportation helps you guys make a difference? You know, it's it's almost game changing because on top of, you know, just transportation, people got to work. So if I don't have transportation and I have to be to work, so the limited transportation that I do have has been used to go with my already planned schedule, but now I need assistance. So I have to come down to see you at nine o'clock in the morning when I'm supposed to be at work. So the transportation barrier creates so many other barriers that it's imperative that we can be found at the library in the neighborhood or the community center that's around the corner instead of, you know, making families and individuals just rack their brain around how they're going to figure out transportation. And believe it or not, there are so many of our individuals and families around the community that don't have a car or don't have yeah. access to transportation. And our, our city buses aren't the best. So they are not, you know, it could take somebody two hours to get, 10 miles down the road. So it, it's it's imperative that we're in the communities. So let's talk about uh, some of the other programs Met- Metropolitan Ministries has. You guys have many programs. And, of course, I drive up and down Florida Avenue, uh, uh, as does Jason regularly. 
and we see your large facility there. It looks to me like it's a little more toward families and residential. How's that work? Yeah, so we have our emergency shelter and we have our units on site as well. And then, you know, besides all the great stuff we have going on on that campus that you see on Florida, we have our community-based programs like First Hug, Pathways to Hope, and these community-based programs, they focus on specific target populations. For instance, our First Hug program focuses on families with kids who are birth age to middle school. So we have, you know, education programs. We have programs, you know, we have the school right there also, but we have after-school programs. We have our stable place and we have education programs associated with that. So like you said, there are so many different things that Metropolitan Ministries, and in addition to what we're doing in Hillsborough. You mentioned, you meant don't, don't go past stable place because yes. I think that was really, really neat. Um, what was that, about a year or two ago? Hillsburg County got uh, hooked up with a developer, a not-for-profit developer. They built a beautiful apartment complex that's, I think it's 100% affordable housing, right? Yes, yes, yes. And that's Sable what? Sable Sable. Place, and that's over in the Seffner area, um, down, you know, towards going east down MLK. I'm sure it filled up very quickly. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to give a shout-out to... uh, uh, County Commissioner Kimberly Oberman. Yeah, was, man. She fought doggedly, doggedly yeah. for four years for housing and is still doing it now, uh, you know, in, in a nonprofit capacity. Yeah, I know she worked really hard on that. I saw the the ribbon cutting on your website. Um, so uh, we need plenty more of those. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, one of the big issues right now. There's not enough. And, you know, no matter how much more you build, there's still, you know, and the, the numbers the are growing. Endless, people, it seems. people aren't stopping, you know, coming to Tampa. So, you know, we've got to at some point meet the need, and it's here. Blue Sky. Blue Sky is the mm-hmm. uh, developer. Um, They're wonderful. Yeah, I, I would like to, to remind everybody because, you know, Mr. Robinson, you're, you're, you're kind of a young man, you know, and we're kind of not so young. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. And, well, yeah, but uh, I can't see you. You're on the other side of the, the, the monitor. But, but I'd like to remind everybody, bring everybody back to how you got connected to Metropolitan Ministries because you're homegrown. Yes, yes. You are yes. born and raised here. Yes, yes. So... This and you know this is kind of the this kind of work. People that are listening understand they have to at an organic level. You're drawn to this. This mm-hmm. isn't something that you set out to do when you're in the ninth grade. You're just this is organically who you are. And the yes. son of educators. Well, that's that's the what I wanted you to take a minute and and, yeah. and 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 give mom and dad some you know some love and some props yes. and tell us you yeah, know where yeah. you grew up and where you went to school. So I'm you know we were talking earlier before the show started. We share. Um, you know, we both were at Booker T. Washington and I was there as a student and he was there as an educator, as a teacher. And, you know, it just kind of really, it really makes me, you know, how you said earlier, how you appreciated the community. You know, this is really the community that raised and, you know, brought me up. And so a lot of the work that we're doing today, even, you know, the work that we're doing through Metropolitan Ministries and the targeting of these zip codes, these are zip codes that I grew up in that Very familiar I was, with, that I was sure. raised in, that I still live in to this day. So when, you know, when it comes to this kind of work, it's not just, you know, numbers on paper. It's not just things that I've read in a book before. This is it's your extended family. This is yeah, my family, ways, you yeah. know, so, you know, born here, raised here from Broward Elementary to Booker T. Washington, then Booker T. Washington, then all the way over to South County and Riverview. So I've been all over, born in Progress Village, raised out there, Southeast Tampa. And, you know, I started my journey as an educator 
working with the youth, after school programs, mentoring programs and community development organizations that are just doing, you know, community development and work. So when I saw this position two years ago, I was like, community collaboration. I've been community collaborating my whole life. You know, this is, this <laughs> that is seemed like I a no-brainer. So, so it, I felt like it was a perfect fit. Um, and what I really love being able to do is to highlight the small nonprofit organizations and leaders who are doing the work because so many times they don't get the spotlight, they don't get the attention, they don't get the funding, so they don't get, you know, they're not seen, but they're, they're there, they're doing work. So being able to, you know, provide small mini grants through Metropolitan mm-hmm. Ministries to these small organizations who are doing the work is something that, you know, gives me a little joy because these are people that I've seen doing the work my whole life. So being able to come back and say, okay, here's some help. Here's how we can collaborate. Here, Here's how I can connect you with this resource. So I really like just being able to, to give back to the community that gave to me. And you're the facilitator in the middle that makes it all kind of work. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Congratulations on all the tough work you're doing and continue to do because it seems like, and we talked about it earlier, the, the need each and every year kind of grows, right? It, mm-hmm. can be, it mounts on us. And, you know, if last year was this much, this year it's this much plus. Right. Uh, I saw an interesting statistic, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, mm-hmm. that, that during, I think a couple of years ago, the homeless issue, uh, that dropped down to like 800 homeless during the count. I think that was maybe during COVID or something. But it's more than doubled by last year's count, by 2023, uh, up into 2,000. It went from 800 up into 2,000, and that's just the count. And you know the count, you know, might yeah. not be it's as accurate as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that, so the need is huge. Um, the, my, you know, before we uh, roll into an, our next guest, tell us about the, the big Metropolitan Ministries tent I've worked in that tent before, collecting food. Are you guys oh, doing that again yes, this year? Yes, you know we are doing the holiday tent for thanks, not just for you know Christmas, but Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Too. So we've got that going on. Where's that? Where's the tent at, and what 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 can people do and bring? So, so what's that address? What's that? Two six zero nine North Rome Avenue. Yeah, two. I've done it the last two years. Yes. What's the cross street? North Rome. Probably the, yeah, it's probably the you, closest you take, cross street is Columbus, Columbus and, Columbus and Columbus Columbus. Left. Okay. Yeah, you take Just a left. I haven't seen it yet. Make so, that left. So go so uh two six oh nine North Columbus. North Rome. North, North Rome. Rome. Yeah. So North Columbus. On, yes. Folks can bring food. Yes, Are accepting donations. Presents, uh Chris, children's presents, food. I've seen yes. people with a trunk load of turkeys, frozen yes, yes, turkeys. Yes. And the families can come and they get a box of food, they get toys for the kids, and then they get the protein, whether that's ham or turkey, for the holiday meal. It right. is a wonderful place to volunteer if you're yes. looking for a place to give back. Okay. Highly recommend. All right. Mario, we, I think we have our second guest in the same uh, idea, the same concept for today's show. Who do we got? Let's see. Ooh, drama. Caller, you're on the air. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, this is Shannon Hannon Olivero from Feeding Tampa Bay. Of course it is. Shannon, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? We're doing wonderful. We didn't keep you on hold too long, did we? 
Not at all. In fact, it was a blessing because I was on the road, and now I'm pulled over and we can chat properly. See, timing is everything. That's what we say here on the show all the time. We want you to be safe, Shannon. Shannon, thanks for calling in. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. If you didn't hear, Shannon is a representative of Feeding America Tampa Bay. And that yeah, organ that Tampa Bay. Just feeding, feeding Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Okay. Feeding that, Tampa Bay. And that organization has has just grown and grown uh, uh, during COVID. It was just it's instrumental things uh, to so many families uh, in need. And your work continues on and on. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Shannon, and a little bit about the organization. So I've been in nonprofit for about twenty one years, and I've been in hunger relief for seven. Um, I'm really fortunate to be with Feeding Tampa Bay. Um, you know, everyone can understand uh, what hunger means, but being hungry isn't what food insecurity is about. So in Tampa Bay area, we have nearly one mil- million people who are food insecure and really, really need our help. Not during the holidays, but every day. And how do you define that food insecure? Food insecure is when you don't have access to healthy foods, whether you're in a, it's a financial thing, whether you live in an area that doesn't have a grocery store. Um, but a lot of that is, especially now with inflation, it has a lot to do with that um, economic impact, right? It, people can't afford much of anything extra these days. Yeah, I, think, I think I read on the website that if, when you're having to make a choice between gasoline or food for your family, or those are choices people shouldn't have to be making. They're making them all the time, unfortunately. They really are. And, you know, we know that if someone comes to us and they need food or one of our partners, we have over 400 partners um, that we provide food for to distribute out into the community. So think of Feeding Tampa Bay um, in the in the first degree is the biggest grocery store in the 10 counties that is West Central Florida. So if folks need to distribute food, they typically get that from us. Um, and then distribute it out into the communities that need. That way we make sure that folks have something near them, um, and that will help diminish food insecurity. But we know if you need food, you need so many more things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what, do you have like a single collection point or multiple collection points, and where do you get all this food from? So at the, where we get the food from is that we are also the, the food rescuer. Uh, in the Tampa Bay area. So we have partners from all over. Any place that you can purchase food, donate to us as well. And it may be something where branding has changed. It might be a can that isn't so pretty and has a little ding in it. Um, it might be fruit or vegetables that they don't want to put out. They all donate it and send it our way. But since COVID and, and with you know providing uh, 92 million meals in the year after that, um, we are purchasing as well. And how folks can help is you can host a food drive of your own. But at Feeding Tampa Bay, from a donation perspective, $1 equals five meals. So any effort that anyone can do um, makes a huge impact on our community. So that's feedingtampabay.org. We have all the buttons on how you can access at the top, and that's fine food, which is really important. But there's also volunteering. We couldn't do our work without the volunteers that are in uh, alongside us. Um, so we need almost 5,000 volunteers a month to get the food wow. out into the community that's needed. Wow. So um, I, I, I saw on the website you were either planning or building a large facility. Did that happen? Yeah, it's on Causeway, right? Yeah, it's on it's on Causeway. Causeway Boulevard. I was there for the ribbon cutting. 
Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. Um, um, we open in 2024. Um, yeah, we. Uh, that's where we did our groundbreaking, and um, in true Feeding Tampa Bay style, we didn't cut a ribbon. We actually blew the ground up with dynamite. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was quite yeah, the production. We did. It, we did. So then when you uh, when we open our doors and invite the public in uh, to celebrate with us, we'll be open before that in May of 2024. Wow. Um, it'll be uh, an event that you'll want to join us at. Uh, but the, the reason why we're doing that is we have 80,000 square feet now. Um, and, you know, when pushed to the limit, can provide those 92 million meals, but we need more capacity. Um, we need also, like I said, food is, if you need food, there's other things going on. We plan on connecting folks to services, so hopefully we can get them independent um, and have that pride behind that. So it's more than food. We're um, truly going to feed Tampa Bay in a number of ways. So, Shannon, I don't know if you had a chance to listen while you were driving. Um, we have some folks here from Metropolitan Ministries. I have a feeling that you probably work with Metropolitan Ministries and coordinate in different ways. We absolutely do. I know they're doing their magnificent holiday tent. It's such an impact that men uh, gives and supports our community. Uh, but we often provide food when they need it. I know they... You know, they do their own food drives and well, but we're there to support them in any way that we can because really, it's really about is supporting our community and getting them on the path to stability. Right. And especially uh, the fresh food that always jumped out at me, um, you know, because I think that that there's there's sort of a void there in certain communities about 100 about fresh food, uh, maybe too much fast food and not enough fresh food. I think you guys really jump into that void, don't you? We really do. It's all about um, making sure people have that experience of fresh food, uh, fresh protein, you know, everything to have that balance. It's wonderful for cans and boxes, but you really need all of those to have a healthy diet and support that. So we do distribute all of those things um, and their foods to encourage better health. Right? So anytime we have, you know, we have our own um, throughout 76 schools, we have little grocery stores in, inside of schools. And from elementary all the way up to college, where students and their families can go in and truly shop in a free grocery store. Um, we call them our pantries. Um, you know, so that is really important to offer that. I know food banking years ago uh, was regarded in a different way, and folks were given what was deemed as leftover. But that we're very thoughtful in our approach of that. Even when we see folks donating food, they think about it and they donate meals. Well, Shannon, we, we have a we have a call. I'm not sure if it's for you or men. Or well, let's take the call. Okay. Mario, hold on. All right, caller, you're Shannon, on the air. You stay with us. Tell please. us your name and where you're calling from. Oh, hi. This is Kelly Sharf, and hey. I'm calling from Tampa. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. I'm listening to the show, and I just wanted to comment that recently I volunteered at Feeding Tampa Bay. And they're such an amazing program. I was so energized by the facilities and all the things they do. They have this great area set up like a grocery store. And the people that can come in, it's just fun. And like John was saying, they have great fresh um, fruit and vegetables. And it's like it's um, – I think they use the term uh, dignity when people come in. It's yes. not like um, – I don't know how to say, but it's – just like they're they empower the people and it's just a beautiful facility and you don't feel like you're just showing up and getting a box of whatever they hand you you're shopping for what you want for you and your family 
So, Kelly, how were you able to, to plug in? Did you go online and let them know you were coming? Do you have to qualify? Do you recall? Yeah, they reached out to us just because they were. Um, I was trying to set up um, a volunteer day for city council. Mm-hmm. But anybody can volunteer. They're easy. Just connect with them, and they'll tell you how to come out. And vol- they have lots of different volunteer opportunities. For those who don't know, Kelly is the incomparable aide to a friend of the show, Councilwoman Lynn Hertek. Big shout out to Kelly. Kelly, you're amazing. Okay. Thank you. And if I wanted to say one more um, community uh, nonprofit that I just recently visited that I thought was the most amazing program, and I encourage everyone to go to their website and check them out, Community Stepping Stone. It's my. It's one of my new favorite nonprofits, and I'm trying to do everything I can to get them support. Is that up there in Sulphur Springs? Indeed. Yes, where we Sulphur Springs needs help, as everyone knows, and this is an amazing, um, an amazing nonprofit that hooks kids up with free after school and summer camps, um, doing art projects. Yeah, you and I talked about that a couple of years ago. Yeah. I, I, love, I love that place, too. Thank you so yeah. much, Kelly. Thank you Thank for your you call. So much, Thank Kelly. you for the work you continue to do. We so appreciate you. Thank you, hon. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. So Same to you. you. So Thank you. Too. So, Jalen, um, back to you with Metropolitan Ministries. Kelly was talking about uh, volunteers. You guys have a ton of volunteers. matter of fact, uh, my Rotary Club, Ybor City Rotary Club, we come volunteer, send you about 20 people every year to help uh, when the people drive in with their cars, we unload the, the cars, then we sort the cans. I like sorting the cans, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, so how, how does that work? Absolutely. So volunteers are a big part of what we do. We wouldn't be able to do, you know, some of the drives and the distributions that we do without the volunteers. So everything is right on our website. You just go over to the website, click on volunteers and all the different opportunities for not only Thanksgiving, but Christmas, they're all up there to volunteer, whether it's with an individual or with a group or team of people. Now, if on the flip side, if folks uh, with dignity uh, want, you know, have, have needs in their household and they want a bag of groceries for their Thanksgiving meal, is that also on, is that also online or, or what? So we're full for Thanksgiving, okay. but for the Christmas holidays, we still have a limited amount available, so go right on over to that website, and a big get help you know sign will pop up, and we'll navigate families what they need to do to sign and up. It, and if they're not comfortable on the computer, there's a phone number? So they always can come and register in our family support center, and if not, you know, we've got, you can call in, and somebody will help you, somebody at the desk, and the number that they can call is... 813-209-1000. And that number will give you whatever you need. Fantastic. That's Fantastic. easy to remember, even though I wrote it down. Let's give it to them again, just in case they were scrambling for their pencil right at that moment. It's 813-209-1000. And speaking and, of phone numbers, how about ours? Yeah, what's our phone number? Of course, thank you. It's 813-239. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, timing is everything. 813-239-9663. We do have some emails coming in that I'm trying to respond to as the conversation uh, continues here on the floor. DJ at wmnf.org you can always text us 813-4330885 this time of year you know we're always 
this is always brought to our attention. And we know that the, the need is more pressing this time of year because we're all celebrating, we're all with family, and we don't, you know, sometimes it gets away from us. We don't remember or we kind of push it out of our mind a minute. But this goes on all year, does it not? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we want to be cognizant of this all year long. We just don't want to lose our momentum once we say Happy New Year and then we go back to business as usual. Because as we know, people are moving here. Mm -hmm. They have found us. Mm -hmm. They are not stopping. And although some of us would like to wish we had a magic wand that we could stop some of that until we catch up a little bit, right? Right. Because we're getting hammered. Uh, it, the, the homeless issue is is also on the forefront. We see that all the time. And the need, the need, the pressing need. Government can only do so much, John. You were you yeah. were in city government. Government can only do so, and we always ask them to do more. But then, where are the resources going to come from? Where are those assets going to come from? Oh man, I want to pick up on that for a second because you know I don't want to verge into politics for more than a second. But we have some county commissioners out there that think, despite the fact the government, as you said, can't do everything and you know shouldn't do everything. There are lots of nonprofits out here, like Community Stepping Stones, like Metropolitan Ministries, like a number of other organizations, like Feeding Tampa Bay. They depend to some extent, right, on municipal support for them to be able to do the things that they do. And we need a government that is actively supporting these nonprofits to help fill mm -hmm. those gaps that government cannot fill themselves. Or so will like, not. Or will not. Yeah, frankly, in some cases, they will not. Yeah, like Sulphur Springs, which has just been neglected since 1929. So, you know, I just want to highlight the fact that there are a lot of 501c3s out there that are working their tail off to do good things for people in spaces that government just can't reach or, like you said, Mario, mm -hmm. won't reach. Yeah. Shannon, you still with us? I am. Hey, so I'm curious, um, you personally, we haven't met in, in person, but I'm curious, uh, you said you've been in, in nonprofits for 21 years and food security for seven. What what brought you into this world? You guys Her mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Shannon. Sorry, I, I couldn't resist. The phrasing on the question <laughs> threw me off. The originals are why. Yeah. Um, but I was actually in radio, um, and huh. I was in marketing and um, promotion director. Wow. Did some, a little bit of on-air support, and we um, went out to help the Children's Cancer Center. And I was touched by nonprofit work. I loved helping nonprofits, and then they approached me to work for them 21 years ago. I was with them for nine years. Mm. And um, it has been a blessing and a gift, you know, to wake up every day with a purpose. And it's much like a, the, a volunteer experiences when they come out to Feeding Tampa Bay. We're helping people. Uh, we're that dignity and respect that they might not find in other places. And some folks that we're interacting with providing that food, we're the person that they talk to that day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as uh, from a, working in this um, arena, in this industry, you know, working with public officials, you know, working with companies throughout the Tampa Bay region, you know, it, it's just a blessing to be able to give that person a hand up, right, and um, help guide them along the way uh, to live the life, their best life that they can. And uh, I've just been absolutely blessed for 21 years. Well, we're, we're blessed uh, to, to have you, to have to have you, have you and, and your dedication. We appreciate yeah, truly. it tremendously. No, I was going to say that, you know, it's, it's a calling. It's, this isn't something that you just, you know, you don't go to school to get a degree to work in this field. Yeah, you don't get rich doing public service. This is something that comes from the toes <laughs> all the way up through the top of your head. And, and we're grateful for people like you, Shannon, as well, that, are, that have stepped yeah. into the breach and decided to do this work. You know what I, uh, what, what I say often, especially to young people uh, who want to get involved, <laughs> is that um, 
is we all give back in our own way. Um, you know, as you guys have mentioned very kindly, you know, I gave back by running for office, trying to be hopefully as compassionate and kind as I could be while I was in office. Front porches across the city. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, but people said, you know, people, of course, there's only a limited number of spots when you run for office. And I said, you don't have to run for office. I said, everybody can give back on their own way. Uh, Shannon, uh, you and, and Jalem have chosen to as careers, you know, full time. Uh, and I've seen the salaries on, on the website, actually, at Metropolitan Ministries. You know, you guys, are, as Jason said, you're not getting rich doing this, but you come home with a knowing in your heart, you know, you've, you've made a difference. And that's really better than uh, a pocket full of money any day. Danny, we're, we're old enough to remember <clears throat> back in, in you know, grade school when uh, they would have canned good drives, oh, right? Yeah. For the needy, as it was termed in the day, right? For the needy. And, and how, how uplifting was it to, to be a third grader, you know, to be eight, nine years old, and you go home and you tell your mom, okay, that can of corn that's up there that we haven't eaten in a while, or that can of vegetal, I don't even know what vegetal is, but apparently that's a thing. We would grab those cans and we'd take it to school the next day and we'd put it in the box. And it was, even as a little kid, you knew you were doing something good and it made you feel good. That that feeling never leaves us, yeah. even through our adult lives. I hope they're still doing that sort of thing. Are they? Jim? Now they do yes. it with the mailman. Now now the postal service is involved. Really? This time of year, they'll leave a, a bag in your mailbox and they'll say, listen, if you were collecting cans, mm. you were collecting canned goods, hang it on the mailbox and then tomorrow they'll pick it up. So there's still good things going on, but man, it feels like sometimes you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Speak to that, Jalen. Mm -hmm. Speak to that. Definitely. And, you know, one thing that I think is also interesting is for a while, you know, we thought there was a face of a needy family or we thought that there was even a profession that made people be more needy than another family. But what we're seeing now is that the face of need is changing. It could mm -hmm. be anybody today. You could have, you know, it all together and then a tragic life event could happen tomorrow and now a whole family is trying to figure out what to do with their, you know, their three kids. So grandparents, mm -hmm. veterans, children, you know, and, and, and I know people have this stereotype uh, about the homeless. Oh, that's that scary guy on the corner, mm -hmm. you know, mm -mm. and it's so not true. Mm -mm. Um, yeah. You know, we see it all over our community and families sleeping in cars mm -hmm. Um, with children. With children, And then, then this is here in our community. You know, this isn't in some faraway place, right? This isn't like you know, something you're seeing on, on television. This is here in our community, in our backyard. And I mean, like, I'll just say, I think, you know, to sort of circle back to, you know, us all being thankful for. I mean, we all have, a, uh, you know, we, or we all should be rather very thankful that we got people in this community, genuinely, who work their tail off because they care about it. They care about other people's maybe even more than they care about themselves. All right, Mario, you got another call. We do, and Rabbit. I'm going to take that call in real time. Punch it. So, caller, if you're there, you're on the air, tell us your name, where you're calling from. Hello. Let me try one more time. I believe in you. I believe in me. Caller, if you're with us, tell us your name and where you're calling from. Okay, one more time. Third time is charm, y'all. Let's see. I, yeah, I think you got it. Caller, if you're still there with us, tell us your name and where you're calling from. Thank you. Drum this roll. Is Leela. I'm calling from Brandon. Okay. Okay. And tell us your name again. Leela from Brandon. Hi, Leela. Leela. I'm, the, I'm the director of Court of Mitchell of Hope in Brandon, and I've been feeding the homeless and those in need for the last 15 years. 
There's another side to this whole story of thanks for Thanksgiving. The smaller not-for-profits that are doing the um, work in the trenches often are not appreciated, and we do the hard work. We go out and we find those homeless people in the woods. We find those people that need a bag of supplies to take with them. And, oh, turn, um, turn down your radio so you don't get that feedback. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, this will be in the archives. This will be in the archives, so you'll be able to hear it back later. But Twice. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, Keep so, going, Layla. Okay. We're just teasing okay, with so you. I would just like to share with you a story from four years ago. I work closely with Mississippi Food Bank, and I pick up food from the different distributors throughout Tampa to supply the Northern Wills programs we developed through COVID. And on this particular day, one of my suppliers called me and said that he had about 1,500 pounds of meat that he needed to pick up. It was a rainy afternoon, late August. And I went in, picked up 1,000 pounds, and proceeded to call Metropolitan Ministries. It was pouring down rain. It was August. And I had my van loaded. And I called them, and I said, I have lots of good food for you. Can you guys please help me unload it? I was told there was no one there to help. Oh, goodness. And God sent me a message to call Nativity and see if the food pantry was still going on. The food pantry was still going on, and I asked Henry, um, to one of the workers there, to get grocery bags and to please hold up at the social service center and have the people line up with their baskets. When I got there and began to unload, I had no idea what was in the boxes and because I packed them so fast because I had to go back. We gave those patrons of the food pantry that usually never get meat, New York strips. We gave them filet mignons. Wow. We gave them chicken breast. Beautiful. That's... We gave them roast. And they were all crying. We were crying. And we said all those people in the Nativity Food Pantry warehouse was able to take 500 pounds back to the warehouse to help their other churches. And if that's not God in my life, supporting what I do, just like when I also took ducks with quills in them, to the county jail for the culinary program for the prisoners because he thought it was the right thing to do because if they're learning culinary, they can learn to remove the quills from the ducks so that the, the prisoners in our prison system can have decent food. We spend $59 million a year to house our homeless in the jail in Hillsborough County. This is wrong. We're number one in recidivism in, in Florida. Well, Layla, in- Layla you, are, you are exactly what I was talking about, that we all give back in our own way. And we so appreciate you and your acts of kindness day in and day out. And God bless you, okay? Thank and we you so can absolutely hear it in your voice. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving. Please keep doing the great work that you're doing, Leela. Thank you. And Shannon, uh, you're still there. Those are the types of small groups that you're out in the several counties supporting, correct? Yes. Yeah, so the um, location that she mentioned, Nativity, is a partner of ours at Feeding Tampa Bay, and we help provide them with food. And, you know, it's we do all the work that we can. We do our very best, all of the nonprofits in the area. But we couldn't do it without your support, helping share our stories, but also stories like your caller. You know, she is also has a passion to help those. And if we all work together and do this, we really can, you know, lift our community and make it really a better place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're if you're just tuning in, uh, you're at WMNF.org. Give us a call if you have a question or comment for our guests from Metropolitan Ministries. And we do have a request. <clears throat> An email came in. It says, can you please repeat the website address for people to sign up for help with meals at Christmas? 
So the, the website address once again is? Metromen.org Holiday Central. Metromen.org slash Holiday Central. And if you go to Metromen.org, that also will help you navigate from there. Metromen.org.org. And Shannon, uh, your website is just Feeding Tampa Bay? It's FeedingTampaBay.org, and we'll be distributing. We have distributions all over um, the 10 counties where families and individuals can go and pick up food for their holiday table all through the holidays. We're actually closed on Thanksgiving, but our free restaurants are open, so we're offering a hot uh, lunch as well on Thanksgiving Day. That's, that's, that's fantastic. And don't get confused, folks. Uh, these organizations are not in competition. They're actually in collaborate, yeah. collaboration together, Feeding Tampa Bay scratches ministries back and vice versa. And I'll say a quick shout out to, uh, I know my old boss, Commissioner Myers, traditionally does a, a Thanksgiving giveaway at her church at uh, Beulah Baptist. I know uh, Representative Hart for years has been doing the mm-hmm. East Tampa Civic and Business Association Thanksgiving you know, food giveaway. So big shout out to some of the local elected officials out here and obviously Rep Valdez, who we mentioned earlier, who are really taking time where you know they could be spending it with their own families. Why don't you right? repeat, uh, Susan Valdez is yeah, picking up today yeah, and tomorrow, So it's right? the food drive. It's available at 221 North Himes Avenue, Suite B. Uh, say hello to Sarah for me. Uh, please drop off food. If you have some spare food, you're making a difference by making a donation. Literally, their offices is right in the shadow underneath the water tower there in West Tampa. Right by Ray J. So, right, right just down the street from Ray J. off Himes. So if you, if you can find the water tower, you can find her office. If you can't find the water tower, please turn yourself in as soon as possible. Because <laughs> it's right there. Well, give us a call. It's bright and yellow, too. Like, honest. 813-239-9663 is our phone number. We're taking calls today. Uh, folks who have questions for representatives from Metropolitan Ministries or feed, Feeding Tampa Bay. We have Shannon on the line and Jalen in the studio. Looking fine today, Jalen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um... So you ended up down in, at high school in Riverview. Yes, yes, yes. Riverview's just going. The Sharks, is that correct? The yes, Riverview the Sharks. Sharks. Okay, yes. let's hear it for the Sharks. Riverview's yes, going crazy. It used to be just, a, you know, just tomatoes and field, open fields, and now it's just booming with uh, oh, subdivisions. It's going right? to change yes. even more. It's a million. You know, when I got, when I found out that I, that was the school that I was going to be going to, I had never even been that far out that way. So. Right. I, I was confused, didn't know where I was going. All of my friends were going to Blake and Middleton, and I had missed my application, so I was stuck out there. Um, But I had to figure it out. Um, And now there are a million people out there. Mm. So Yeah, it's nuts. They talked about, many years ago, they talked about incorporating... Brandon. They should. Well, they. <laughs> I can. I'm going to do a whole show on this one day. Well, I want Brandon to become a town. Every, it's crazy. Like every, every ten years, it comes up, and I think if it was its own city, it'd be one of the largest. It would be cities. one of the largest towns. So Brandon, depending on how you draw it, could uh, be Brandon Valrico. It could be more. It could be two hundred. Could Riverview. be as much as three hundred thousand people. Mango Sefton. Yeah, depending on how you draw it. But I mean, it could be two hundred to three hundred thousand people. And so like, why isn't it happening? Down and dirty. Lots of very very wealthy landowners, you know, uh, own lots of big. Properties. Property out there, and I think they, they either they're you don't think waiting. They want for, to incorporate. I, I think 
I don't think they want to incorporate because they don't want to pay local taxes. I think they enjoy living off the largesse of the county, which is effectively what they do. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's also there hasn't been – there's a political dynamic too, yeah, right? I, because how you draw Brandon, it could be a purple city. It could be a blue city. It could be a red city. And how you draw that map I think deter- will determine whether or not Brandon has a future as its own municipality. If you drew it in a certain way, as, as Jalem indicated – you might have a city with more population than the city of Tampa overnight. City of Tampa is four hundred. It would be hard. Thousand. You'd have to make Brandon really expansive yeah. for it to have that kind of population. Yeah, You'd have to include other like little seems subdivisions to be getting and communities. There. It is. I mean, like, keep in mind, a hundred years ago, Brandon was two thousand people. Mm. I'm not kidding. A hundred years ago, Brandon was two thousand people. Now it's two hundred thousand. Yep. That's a bit much. Stop. Stop coming here. <laughs> like, stop. Stop coming here. Full no, stop. Now, now you and Mario are on the same page. Well, let like, me just build say, the wall. There like, was a there was a time when when you left the city of Tampa and you know you left the city lights, and you hit Adamo Drive sixty, and then all of a sudden it got real dark, you know, and there was nothing for you know, By the way, you said it, and I got to correct you. They, the family calls it Adamo Adamo, mm-hmm. Adamo Drive, yeah. and 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 you got and it was you went on for seemingly twenty to thirty minutes, and the next thing you know. You know, you see this ominous orange glow in the distance, and you realize civilization was approaching. And what what was that o- ominous orange glow, Johnny? Can I tell you? No. It was the it was the lit up roof of the Whataburger. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, it was man, the I need the honey butter sudden, chicken biscuit. No, they, but all of the jalapeno, the the jalapeno studio burger. Do not know what. Well, we're filling you no, in, my brother. We're filling you that. in, my brother. <gasps> the, the honey butter chicken there. biscuit is the second best thing if man has invented behind fire in the That's on Dale Mabry, but the building is still there. What My point is this. Now you leave that. There is no difference between when you're leaving downtown and mm-hmm. Brandon. Immediately mm-hmm. upon leaving Adamo Drive, you know, right there when you leave, it's Ybor City, you, it's got building. Oh, after well, Shan- Shannon and Jalen, somehow we went from feeding the hungry to feeding our own faces uh, <laughs> right. with, with hamburgers. I, I guess know, it's the Shannon, lack of breakfast we, we this morning. We appreciate you coming on with us today. Shannon's uh, the representative and uh, marketing folks with uh, Feeding Tampa Bay, uh, Jalen Robinson uh, and his cohort here with Metropolitan Ministries. We're going to be talking a lot about that over the next couple of weeks. Uh, folks, go to both of those websites. We gave it to you, information to you. Avail yourself. Become a, become a volunteer, volunteer and please donate, donate, donate. cash. They need it all. If you don't have time to volunteer, hit that donate button and give give cash because they're going to turn it into good use. Shannon told us a second ago that $1 creates five meals for families, which is amazing. It is. And and we are grateful. So once again, before we uh, we get off the air, we've got about a minute to go. Um, Johnny? Thanksgiving, coming right up. Super excited. Family's going to be here. Oh, as a matter of fact, I think next week we're... We're going to re-rack an old show. We're not, I think we're we not will. Gonna, we're not going to be here live unless Jason comes and does the live. If they, if, they will allow, if they will allow us to re-rack a show, we yeah, promise we, we're we going to do that. we got to get permission to do that first. If not, I might have to come in here by myself. Because I know you're not coming in. Yeah. Listen, yeah. let me say that uh, this has been a, a, a wonderful show. opportunity. I know that could be good, right? Yeah. Let me, let me say you, we'd like to you thank... You come in. I, I'll be busy. Our callers, <laughs> our emailers, our texters today, special thanks... Uh, to those of you uh, that called in today on this very special show, our engineer Jason Marlowe and Marlowe, I like to say it that way Marlo. as well. It sounds like Merlot. Uh, Co host John Dinkfelder, I'm Mario hey. Nunez. Stay tuned now for the skinny. Salud and happy days. Live from NT-